when hell settles over marriage. There are few feelings more painful than those that man or woman feel when finally the realization sinks in that his or her marriage has become a trap. When all the excuses and rationalizations no longer work well enough to explain away the unhappiness one experiences day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, then there is a kind of heavy feeling that appears in one's heart. It is a heaviness that is born of knowing just how hopeless is the whole situation one finds himself in. It is a heaviness that is caused by the understanding that unless there is death or separation, one will have to go on suffering all kinds of emotional and psychological pain for an undetermined length of time. This is enough to cause even the strongest person to waver. As long as there is some kind of hope that somehow things can be fixed up, this horrible feeling does not appear, as long as both spouses still believe that something positive will happen to change the situation, they have hope. And hope is very effective in keeping out that black feeling of despair. It is when hope still holds out some chance that spouses seek out solutions. And while the search for solutions is on, one still hopes, and good will still exists. There is still a desire to work things out. It is when hope disappears from the heart of one or both that a kind of hell settles over the marriage. Hell has always been described as a place where the suffering is not the worst punishment. It is knowing that there will be no end to that suffering that is the cause for despair. No one minds going to the dentist and getting hurt for a while. We can handle the pain because we know it will be of short duration. It is having to go on in pain knowing that there will be no end to it that is so damning. Whenever I counsel couples who no longer love each other, whose lives consist of continuous conflict, whose relationships border on mutual hatred, I can sense the hell in their lives. I can feel the despair that they experience. Every day, when these unhappy people get up in the morning, they rise with hearts that are heavy with hurt. They spend much of their time hoping to find a way out. They no longer care to fix their damaged ship. They no longer have the heart nor the desire to do so. They only wish they could find a way to abandon it and let it sink. However, there are the children to think of and the church, and the friends, and relatives. These factors act as breaks to any action that might bring about an end to the ordeal. I have often been accused of advising couples to break up. Wrong. I advise couples who have already broken up in every way, except that they continue to live and suffer together, to be consistent and separate instead of continuously doing damage to each other and the children. If ever there is still a chance to fix a marriage, I am the first to attempt to do so. It is only when I am faced with overwhelming evidences and the lack of desire to fix it on the part of one or both that I counsel separation. I do not believe in promoting hell on earth. I also do not believe in divorce. I am a firm advocate of the careful selection of a partner before marriage so that things will never come to separation. When the situation has deteriorated so badly that both lives have become miserable, then I think they should, when all else fails, seek relief in separation.